Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Daybotcast. Uh, this is a weekly podcast where the three of us come together each week to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the industry. Um, this is actually the second time we're recording this intro because Andrew messed it up with the fingers. <laughs> and uh, he said that it was 82, but it's 81, so I didn't get it wrong this time. Um, actually, I did before that, but... <laughs> We don't need to speak about this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this week we'll be covering uh, two albums and then another topic. Um, topic one we actually already recorded. That would be uh, Cardcast 6, a.k.a. the uh, reaction to Ride on the Wind. Um, and then obviously after that, we're going to be reviewing the album and then G-Friends album and then uh, another topic, which I guess we'll reveal once we get there. So, as always, I'm joined by Nate. Pull up. If you don't play no games. Uh, I also have Jew. three things. <laughs> Jew, yeah. I have three, three things. things. Um, normal thing of uh, join our Discord, join our Facebook group, uh, hang out with us. Discord's getting pretty lit. Um, mucho lit, if you would. Yeah, d- d- mucho, um, is mucho lit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got, probably got like 15 people in there. Yeah, um, we have a lot now, surprisingly. Probably about 10 regular people that regularly talk. Yeah, um, a lot of, so, uh, I'm just going to interject, like, yeah, a lot of you guys that don't regularly comment, like, I'm glad you guys joined because I didn't really, because we, yeah, we don't <laughs> didn't know, know you. you existed, but now we kind of getting to know you, so if yeah. you, like, I guess if you don't have much to say in the comments, you can jump on in the Discord and just talk yeah, with and, us and hang out. Yeah, and like, you know, just comment whenever people are in conversation, something you want to comment in, so yeah, talk exactly. about a group you like or whatever. You don't have to be super active or anything. Yeah. Um, second thing, uh, I got my Monster X light stick, so mom baby status confirmed. Nice. Um, and third thing, non-K-pop related, I saw Coheed and Cambria. Damn it, you stole one of my things. <laughs> I saw Coheed and Cambria on Friday. Wait, that's not, why is that your thing? That doesn't make <laughs> any I'm sense. Gonna the, I'm going to get to something afterwards. Okay, well, oh, I saw Coheed and Cambria and they were awesome, and then Andrew could talk more about it, I guess. I'm wearing a Kirby shirt, in case anybody cared. I'm wearing a Team Liquid <laughs> shirt because they got 2-0'd in a CSGO final, but they won in League of Legends today, so that's nice. I don't know. That's not, that's not a thing. Oh, I thought you were going to intro also, me. Well, I'm not, I'm not used to Nate having three things. I was like waiting for Andrew to say his three <laughs> things for some reason because I was like, I'm in three things mode. Uh, anyways, uh, also as always, I'm joined by Andrew who usually has three things. New, uh, Newark was blessed uh, last Sunday from when we were recording this when Monster X came around because unlike a certain per- member of the Truly Daybok crew here who went to see them in Chicago... In Newark, Juan Ho took off his shirt and revealed his glorious abs to us and threw the t-shirt into the crowd and our, tweet went, vi- <laughs> our tweet went viral and it was Cooper amazing. Cooper got to see his abs too. It's not fair. Yo, <laughs> I'm just like... This He's going to do it at every stop in the tour except Chicago. I'm just like he was wearing this. He was wearing this really tight T-shirt. I'm like, yo, he's if he flexes right now, he's gonna rip through it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like freaking like one DCMO from Fairly Odd Parents or something. Like that. <laughs> he's flexing everywhere. He's just gonna flex it. It's gonna go every or the, the T-shirts are just gonna constantly rip. Uh, number two, um, since Nate mentioned uh, going to see Coheed and Cambria, and more importantly, taking back Sunday, I've just been um, using. Uh, I've just been in a like 2000s emo mood and. 
Speaking of being emo, it just made me really sad that My Chemical Romance hasn't uh, reunited yet. Even though it's been like four or five years since they disbanded. Oh man, I'd kill I'd kill to see them uh, reunite because they were one of my favorite bands back in the day. And it, obviously, they're New Jersey bands, so I have to support my Jersey bands. So, And number they're three. They're from New Jersey? Oh, yeah. There's My a Chemical lot of Romance? I didn't know yeah, that. Like, there's a lot of popular, or there's a lot of important bands that come from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised due to like proximity of New York City and stuff like that. And it, no, like there, yeah, we have you know, places like a lot of people. yeah, we have places like the Stone Pony and um, like mm. uh, like Starland Ballroom. Like there are a lot of places that are like considered like classic venues for artists to go yeah. play at. So New Jersey's yeah, New Jersey produces a surprising a lot of uh, musicians. And number mm. three, uh, my heist of the century actually went through. I got my 4K TV from <laughs> from Target. It was weird. We got another take, heist tonight. <laughs> yeah, we got another heist tonight we'll because Amazon Jacob and I probably won't get it. But. Yeah, Amazon put up uh, an Amazon Echo spot, which is like a hundred dollar Amazon Echo with like a screen or whatever and like a webcam or something like that. And they put it up for zero dollars, and I have no idea if it's gonna go through. I mean, I have I, there, there's literally a warehouse like five minutes away from my house, so maybe it'll go through. I swear though, I have I'd have the best luck if this goes through. If yeah, I get mine, mine I'm just gonna sell it. <laughs> mine doesn't profit. even have a delivery date. It, like it said, unavailable. So who knows? Oh, it's definitely not going through. Because oh, well, we'll see. By the time this happens, yep. we'll go through. Oh, oh, um, special fourth thing. Sorry, uh, I almost <laughs> forgot about nowhere. um, uh, the G Idol. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the Flash Bob. There's flash a G Idol. If you're you're watching this on Monday, it'll be the the Saturday. This Saturday, I believe, in Times Square, um, our friend uh, DJ at uh, I Love Dance, uh, he's do- he has a special collaboration with uh, G Idol, and they're doing. There was some, it wasn't exactly like an entire concert sort of thing, so they just decided on doing a flash mob in the middle of New York City. So it should be cool. And I mean, I think there's like a bar event, but it's on a Sunday, so I don't want to go stay out too late. I'll definitely be going to the flash mob thing. So Times Square. Yep. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, Andrew's favorite place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I hate going there, but I mean, this is important, and I mean, I, I gotta support DJ, for McGriddle. So. And no, no, I, I mean, by support DJ, <laughs> I mean I have to use our friendship as a in to get say hi to G Idol. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be dope. <laughs> I'll say hi. Anyways, to I'll, say her, I'll tell her voice. I'll say her voice is amazing. Yes. Um, now, without further ado, we can get on to hashtag I guess no hashtag no blown out hashtag no blown out. You know who I am. <laughs> you already know who it is. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's uh, let's get right into the second topic because we already did the first one, which is yep, right on the wind mini album review. Yep. Okay, uh, we're starting off with an intro called humming, and I thought this was a really cool idea. Um, it's like a, like a acapella type, it's not acapella because it's actual instrumentals, but yeah, it's just like humming and whistling and BM making weird noises (laughs) over like some really cool instrumentals. And I thought it, I thought it worked really well. Um, I thought it was a really interesting thing that I did not expect anything like this on the album. I mean, like, honestly, some of... Like this intro is better than some of the other songs on this mini album. Not gonna lie, and that's not. So, I mean, good. I feel like that that comes up a lot in a lot of our reviews. We're just like, man, I wish this intro was an entire. Oh, song. intros, <laughs> K-pop intro songs are insanely good for some reason. 
but I mean, I'm saying that not necessarily saying that just because this is really good. I'm saying that because some of the other tracks are really yeah, like lackluster. <laughs> we'll Jacob. get there. We'll get there. Jacob, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of your favorite it's songs an, on the it's, album. It's no, one of your no, favorite no. songs on the album. It's I got, I gotta put, I gotta put that meme to rest before it becomes one. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I really like the different like sounds they use to, uh, you know, make the beats, and then the that thing that like sort of comes in towards the end. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it just came in together, and it sort of like uh, this is one thing I say a lot as well is it kind of just set the tone for the album very well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, next we have Moonlight. Uh, so this, um, I thought, uh, the, so it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Uh, this is probably the weakest song on the album. Uh, oh, for I think me. there's another song that's weaker uh, than this, honestly, but it's, really? it, this was, I know no, which I one my, Andrew didn't I had like. my issues. <laughs> no, I, yeah. So, but like, for me, like, it's just weird. It just seems really sparse. And I think part of that is because like, the girls don't see anything until two and a half minutes in. Yeah. Um, it's like, why. it's like, a, there's like, I don't know, remember who goes first, but what a BM rap verse and then like instrumental thing, not counting like the chorus because they sing the chorus, but it's like not really singing. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. But there's JSF rap verse and they don't sing until like forever. But, I th- and I thought the raps were pretty weak in turn, like for how good JSF and BM are. Um, but I think the synths leading up to the drop are really, really cool. Um, and the drop is like pretty busy, but, um, through the drop and persisting after there's like a deep house synth sound that I thought like made the song a lot better. Um, but yeah, I I think in my opinion, this is my least favorite. Like I didn't like this song as much. Well, for similar reasons to yours, but I feel like what really killed it for me is, like, don't get me wrong, that drop is sick. Like, it's one of the best, like, instrumental drops I've heard from a card song. It's just, it feels like the vocals are so throwaway. Like, it's Mm. just like, moonlight. Like, just, like, really soft, and it's just like, like, this is really blunt for me to say, but it kind of sounds like, or, card is a K-pop idol group. Not a, not they're not some random EDM producer that hires some random person on the internet to sing his throwaway lyrics. Sing, it's, yeah, that, yeah. yeah it, it, that's what it sounds like. And, it sounds, and that's why, and that's why I said like they don't really sing until two and a half minutes in because yeah. I didn't even count that as like actual singing parts. Yeah, that, that, that's what really like was disappointing for me. It's just we know the vote. I mean, like. They're not like I I don't think either Jiwoo or Soman are necessarily like in, intense like vocal powerhouses, but I feel like you could you can use them so much better than that. Just like again, this is just like it, it seems so throwaway, and you could get anyone to do this basically. Like mm-hmm. it's it's, it's fine I, to have drop focused songs, but I feel like you yeah you for you to sort of differentiate yourself, you have to use their their vocals. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think I definitely know what you guys mean. Cause like, uh, what this kind of reminds me of is I can't stop except instead they kind of just like backload the rap into yeah. the beginning and then sing till for the rest of it, which mm-hmm. I, I also thought was a little weird, but I, I forgave it just cause I didn't think it was like obscene or anything. Um, mm. though I'll agree. I, th- I think, uh, two other songs were a lot better than this one. So Yeah. 
Okay, uh, next we'll have Ride on the Wind. Um, so we talked about this in our reaction, uh, but I, I think we'll still go over it. Um, uh, just quicker. Uh, I like how chill it is, like I said in the reaction. Um, I think the harmonies uh, right after Jesus first part are really, really good. Uh, the girls' harmonies. Um, I think Jaseph's singing is actually, like, really good, too. It's auto-tuned, but you can still tell there's a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's not straight, like, like, T-Pain auto-tune, where there's just, <laughs> it's straight computer. Um, yeah. you can tell there's still techniques and singing talent under it. Um, I think G-U's rap's amazing. Uh... The dancing, which we didn't talk about really in the reaction, because there wasn't much, is, honestly. <laughs> there, yeah, they just showed the cor- the chorus basically. Um, it's it's pretty standard. Uh, it's not bad, but I definitely think they need a choreographer change because yeah. it is it's a lot of similar style movements and yeah, they, like, they, like for for almost they, every song they do. Yeah, exactly. They have the same. It's it's like it's John Cena key, syndrome, like keep yeah. wanting to dance kind of thing. Yeah. John yeah, Cena yeah. does and like then, the same then, five moves over so and over like, again. Yeah, they, I think it. I think they need to get some someone new in to give them a, a change up on their choreo because they can dance so well and you could do so many cool things with a co ed group. Yeah. And, it, uh we're we're just getting the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the Try getting someone from One Million, like maybe a Major Lee or Minim Young. Like mm-hmm. she's she did uh she did playback song. Uh, I want you to say yeah, so. Yeah. She's familiar with, she's familiar with choreographing, choreog- doing choreography for like Tropical House, like uh, Deep House yeah. type music. So, yeah, I, I feel like they do need to sort of maybe because DSPs are like name. They're not necessarily in the financial position to be like reaching out to like external. Like, if you notice, a lot of their just this this, this stretches to choreography, not just choreography, but producers and that sort of thing. Like they they tend to keep it like within DSP or they keep the same people like doing mm. the production or like the development mm. of each album consistently. So yeah, I, now that I think cards sort of more established, yeah, they do they do need to sort of reach outside their uh, the normal confines of like who they uh, want. They, who they like are put in charge of card so yeah mm-hmm. i mean we we all talked about how or i talked already about how i enjoyed it much more than i did before and yeah i think yeah yeah, the, I, yeah whereas, with, with everything i said this is my favorite song um on the album yeah probably i i'd put this as my favorite and whereas we had problems with moonlight where they kind of like wasted the vocals i feel like they really the vocals really shine in here especially those uh the harmonies, like the ride on the wind, is yeah, so yeah. beautiful and fits so perfectly with the song. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just in general, I'm just kind of sad at how, like, when we call when we call al- albums top heavy, we usually mean like the the single is very good, but the album tracks are very lackluster. This is like this is a very top heavy album, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought that. Um you know, Ride on the Wind actually like exceeded my expectations because honestly, like from the teasers, it's suddenly a little bit too much like Ola Ola, but I'm I'm glad that they mixed it up and went with something that's a little yeah. more laid back and chill and it's but they still kept it the you know the summery vibe sort of thing. Um, you know, like it's definitely a summer song. Uh, mm. JSF singing like that actually like I I was pleasantly surprised by that. Like even though it's still. Um, 
you know, auto-tune and stuff like that. I think it was still tasteful. It yeah, it was an obnoxious auto-tune. Well, yeah, and if, it's it's even less auto-tuned in the live versions. Um, well, yeah, because he, nice. he just sings it live. He does that he just for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, well. there's no processing they, to they, it. They don't put any... Yeah, they don't put any effects on it. So, yeah, like, yeah you can tell right there that, like... I don't, they didn't even need auto-tune. I don't know why they did. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just... Because he can it's, do it it's great genre. live. It, it's, it's style of the genre, so I guess... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they just probably wanted to like make it fit better, but it's yeah. probably unnecessary now that you really think about it. Because his vocals, yeah, re- you don't need it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, another thing, uh, Jew's rap section was really good. It was very similar mm-hmm. to Ola Ola, like sort of breakdown, mm-hmm. but I, I think it still turned out really well. Um, Soman's vocals are always good. Like, if if you want an example of where Soman and Jew like really shine, look at both their Trust Me versions fantastic yep. mm-hmm. um yeah like their vocals is kind of uh like leaned a little bit towards that way but obviously more like happy or upbeat yeah. kind of thing um and yeah it's overall i thought it turned out really really good so yep uh next we have knocking on my heaven's door um, so this is this is like a tropical house trap mix up song. It's it's a cover like, of the Bob Dylan uh, cover a, from Rob it's Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, except it's, it's technically wrong, like because they don't have my, but it's close enough. Um, but yeah, unsurprisingly, I like the tropical house parts. I dislike the trap parts. Um, so I actually, I don't, I think I like the, based on at least what Andrew definitely hates the song. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I actually do like this song. I think, I think the singing parts are really good. They have like really good harmonies in the song. And I think this might be one of JSF's best raps, but the super auto-tuned BM parts are just kill it just so bad he uh he, <laughs> he said so that it bad. was he said that it was his favorite song on the album so i was oh, like, of course dude, it is bm <laughs> dude, well, BM's, that's that like he, that's like that's, his style like, that's his know. style he loves that type he loves like super stereotypical trap music like um but yeah I, like as much as that like ruined it i think every other part of the song i actually liked a lot um so i do actually like this song um it just it does hurt a little bit that that like, part that stuff is in there. Yeah, no, it's like the Blackpink's music where there's the one thing that like if it wasn't there it would be a like ten no, out I'm of sorry. ten perfect song. This entire like the every aspect of everything kills this song for me really? basically because mm. yeah BM's BM's super auto tuned uh, like rap over like this beat sounds like they're trying to do like their a half assed impression of Every Day by Winter, which is like a half assed impression of like like mumble rap almost like if i have to we have to be i have to be consistent basically if i'm gonna if i'm gonna give winner and like i don't know like ted park and like other all these like other like really like really weird ass like people that do try to do like mumble rap like i can't even if it's card like i can't can't give any exceptions honestly but oh Mm. man and also what another part that really killed it for me is like that stupid like effect that they put over Jiwoo's voice or knocking on my heaven's door part. Oh, I like I'm that like, part. <laughs> no, I don't like it because they're trying, it's like they're trying to make her sound like CL or something or like, because they, they, they did that a lot with 21 where they just like, they do like effects over CL's voice or I'm just like, no, mm. you don't need that. So again, Jisof is like the only saving grace of this song, but man, this not not even joking. This might be the worst card song I've ever heard. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, Considering how amazing their discography was before this yeah, album, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not saying much. But that's not saying much because <laughs> yeah. I like ninety percent of the this, this discography. But man, 
Where did this? Where did this come from? Why did it? Why did they have to do this? <laughs> um, I don't know. I I personally you like liked it. it. You like um, it? Yeah. Yeah, well, like originally, like it kind of like like it was really jarring. Like yeah, when I 100%. first listened to it, I was like, "What is going on?" Um, yep. Like I, I don't know if I'd compare it with "Every Day by Winter" because I think it's a little less egregious. But because um, <laughs> like with "Winter," the entire song is just that like auto tune part. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, I actually like that part with you like knocking on my heaven star. I thought that was a really cool effect personally, but. Um, yeah. And they actually do it with Soman's voice a couple times as well. Um, yeah, and also, again, JSF's rap, always good. Always good. So, yeah, I, I do yeah. think this is he, yeah, one of, if, they, if not his best. This is his best album in terms of singing and performance and just in general, too, surprisingly. so. I don't know. I still like his raps in, in you, you and Me. No, album, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, give me a hip-hop album He's card. just really good. Give me good. a hip-hop album. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Maybe, maybe the next one. Maybe the next um, one. And finally, we have Dimello. Is it Dimello or Dimello or Dimello? Because doesn't have an accent on it, though. I don't know. Well, the, that I don't know which means accent. That, that accent means the emphasis is on the I. I believe. So it's I didn't take. I didn't. No, no, no. Like no, Dimello, not Dimello. Di or not, not okay. di- that's no, not yeah. how it sounds. No, no, no. In, in like, like, all right, basically like this, like D Melo, or instead of Dimelo, like it's on the E, not on the yeah, O. Yeah. Correct yeah. me if I'm stupid, Spanish speaking. Yeah, correct. Fans, yeah, please. anyone that I mean, I knows have, how to pronounce a song, like, yell at us in the Filipinos comments. Filipinos have like one tenth Spanish blood, but I don't know how to speak Spanish at all. So <laughs> I don't know anything. No hablas so. español. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Um, I thought this song like. I actually like the driving beat. I thought it contrasted with Ride the Wind really well because Ride the Wind does not have much of a driving beat. It's very yeah. chill. Um, and this is kind of a lot more upbeat and pushes you forward. Um, I think the singing is really, really good. Uh, the, the only negative I have is the random out of place breakdown thing. Yeah. Like, like just oh, comes I, I, out like of nowhere. Like, I, I, I don't hate it. It just like comes it out of nowhere and it's weird. Like yeah. it, mo- it, it moves it, like this. It's unnecessary. Yeah, it, yeah. It it didn't ruin the song. I like the song a lot. It just like threw me off. I was like, "What yeah. is happening? Where did this come from?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I actually enjoyed the song a lot. You can definitely tell the influence that they're having on putting this song on here from uh, oh yeah, from Simon and being on. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That oh, and Lo also Siento. like being on Lo, Lo Siento, mm-hmm. so you could definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely I think know. They, them being on Lo Siento was because SM knew how big they were Latin in America, Latin America. Yeah. They, they definitely they specifically well, no, I mean, contacted no, just, them I'm, and was like, "Hey, yeah." I'm just saying they they probably if it was like, "Hey, Lo Siento was fun. Let's just actually." Oh do, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're yeah. probably yeah they, because this is what this is probably the most Lodegaton like uh like inspire sounding song that they've put on an album like surprisingly oh, it's like an album track yeah yeah or yeah just like in general like this is their most reggaeton like i feel like rumor period. rumor was 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 the most maybe but like i'd say this is probably like the closest in terms of like the original sound of yeah the, yeah like the music so i it's awesome that they're actually doing it in spanish like they they know where they know where they uh their bread is baked honestly <laughs> they, yeah, like yeah. if you look at the co- all the comments on ride the wind it's all just like brazil spanish, like chile yeah. 
like yeah, all these yeah. Latin, like everything, every conversation is Spanish. If you look at the Facebook group, it's all Spanish, like speaking countries. Um, so yeah, they, they, they know where their money is made. So it's not surprising that they'll probably lean into this more sound more honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if they go, if they go way more into something like Lo Siento or this song as, as the next single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, like I'm crossing my fingers because Winter Card I'm is usually leans towards like hip hop or like darker concepts. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, mm-hmm. So as for this actual song, um, I think this is the best like non-single track on the album. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like it's super catchy. It's uh, you know it's just pleasant to listen to. Like got the windows down in your car, you're driving down the highway. It's good for that kind of thing. Um, yep. Summer song, you know. Yeah. Quintessential yeah. summer song. Summer album, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I liked it a lot, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yep. It's one of your favorite songs on the album. Jacob, TM. Uh, it is the fa- it's the favorite song on the album. Trademark. Well, besides Ride the Wind. Yep. Um, okay, so ratings. Uh, for me, um, it hurt to not give this a 10 out of 10, but I cannot, <laughs> in I my right you. mind, give it a 10 out of 10. I did give it a good score. Um, I think Moonlight's really the only miss, um, and I still liked parts of it. So I gave it a five out of six for music. Um, as for concept, the music video was shot really well. Um, and the choreo is still good. It's just getting a little stale. So two out of three for that. Also and no one Mustang. One. Also no Mustang, stupid Jeep. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then obviously one out of you one. Should, so you, should be I, the, you should be like the liaison at like, or you should talk yeah, to like, I, I, yeah, no, I need to be, I need to be the yeah marketing for getting Southeast forwards. Asia. Getting, <laughs> it's like, the, hey. Yeah. Or the, not Southeast Asia, just East Asia. Asia yeah, general. East Asia marketer, so that I can work Get with Card and DSP and K-pop music videos. Um, <laughs> just put yeah, just put Mustangs in every music video. In oh, every music video, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I could say I helped produce all of them. Yep. Um, so yeah, I gave it an eight out of ten. I had to give it a four out of six for music because uh, despite how much I actually liked Ride on the Wind. I mean, yeah, just moonlight and knocking on my heaven's door. That's, a, that's okay, Andrew, because that's the total that Cooper gave it, which is just insanity. <laughs> Why do we keep calling him out? I mean, when I first... Insanity. I mean... You gave this album a four, Cooper. At least we didn't what tell him to shut up this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm oh pretty, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty strict, but I mean, I, I, like, honestly, if it wasn't for Ride on the Wind, I probably would have given this album a six, honestly, because I was that... Dis- I mean, I, my, my expectations weren't that high, it's just... Mm-hmm. Considering how good their discography has been up to this point, I feel like this is definitely the weak point in mm. their music. Mm-hmm. So it, it pains me. It pains me because we we're, we're huge fans of Card. We've seen them. We went to a different country to see them live. I've seen them live twice. Yeah, now. when when they only had three songs to their name. <laughs> yeah, I can't say them. I went to a different country to see them. It's not Canada's the same country. <laughs> it's as different country, Michigan. It. Uh, so yeah, four to six for the music concept. Again, I loved the just. The cinematography for their music video was incredible, but again, the, the choreography was very lackluster. Um, two out of three on that front, and bias point, obviously, so seven out of ten. All right, so for me, I gave it a five out of six for music because I don't know, I I, did, I wasn't like uh, like completely disappointed with anything, but uh, I I think if I compare it like musically to you and me and Ola Ola. Like, it's definitely mm-hmm. the weakest of the three, um, in my opinion. Um, so, I gave it a five out of six there, even though I liked all the songs on the album, um, at least. And, uh, 
for concept i gave two out of three just because the music video it, it was nice and it was pretty but it didn't like blow me away or anything like it's you know the same like new zealand shot music video or wherever mm-hmm. the heck it is um music video that we've yeah, seen it's, it's been times. done before yeah mm-hmm. um you, that being said it was a really nice uh nicely shot um you know everybody looked great uh fashion was good um they were wet in the concept photos for some reason, but BM I'll take shirt it. was off. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, BM, BM shirt, shirt was off. off. The Never best mind. part of the three music of video. Now. Three out of three now. Just kidding. That was the best. That was our everyone's favorite our, part of the music video. Yeah, vote in our Twitter poll. What is, if, is it still up? Part. Yeah, it's yeah, still it up. It's, it's, it's pinned. Okay. <laughs> um, well, no, I just wasn't sure if it ran out, if it ended yet. So yeah, anyways, uh, two out of three for concept and obviously bias point because card's like easily in my top ten groups already. Love card. Um, so yeah, I gave him an eight. I think that's still eight overall. Yeah. Yeah, it's still yeah. work out to an eight. It's always so. me and I mean they always just inflate Andrew's score. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> as long as both of us are one point higher than him, that we we majority rules <laughs> and it gets bumped up. So Yeah, but it's unfortunately no shiny, which is probably a first. Yeah. It's only if, if he gives it two points lower than us, then he that it gets in the middle. No, well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna give it a six. It, it's it's better than a six at this point. It's honestly. not a four. It's not so, a four. No. Yeah, no, it's definitely it take, not. It takes a lot for me to give a four. And I don't <laughs> exactly, say. we didn't even give Dumbfounded's album a four, and that thing was not very good <laughs> that, at all. That probably deserved a four, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, um, but it was too mean. Anyways, uh, I think I think Hard Strength is in their more like dark and edgy concepts. Because for me, like if I were to rank. Uh, how many singles we got? Six now? Yeah, six. Like, if I were mm. to rank all six singles, the three with the dark concept would go above the three with the the summer the concept for me. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, the, in the dark, we have, like, Don't Recall, then Rumor, and You and Me. And then in the light ones, we have, like, Oh Na Na, even though the music video is dark. I would say Oh Na Na is the like music, pretty dark. The music video the music, is dark. The song, the song isn't as the dark. The song's yeah. more bright in summary. Oh Na Na, um, Ola Ola, and Ride on the Wind are more like the summer card i mm. guess mm-hmm. so i guess i prefer more of the i guess i'll call it winter card for lack of a better term well, let me um, so yeah winter card is like fall twice for me basically yeah and uh, then for those that were for those that were curious about our our, our twitter poll right now we are at 67 percent for shirtless bm 13 percent for shirtless bm eight percent for shirtless bm and 12 percent for shirtless bm so shirtless bm has got to do a lot of catching up honestly yep <laughs> If it wants to catch up to shirtless BM, it definitely has to. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Vote <laughs> on our Twitter poll, please. So, uh, yeah, um, overall, I really like the album, but uh, I think it's it's easily their weakest of the three, because mm-hmm. like, um, like I've been listening to their discography a lot lately, just because I'm in the card mood. So yeah, you know, yeah. So the, everything's fresh in my mind. Hmm. Okay. Uh, topic three. We have G Friend's Sunny Summer mini album. Um, we're starting off with the title track, uh, Sunny Summer. Um, so, not surprise, surprise. It's, it's not featuring Sunny. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's, a fun, it's a fun summer song. Um, I think this is an interesting... So, it still does sound like a G Friend song while yeah. being a summer song, um, which is nice because they, like... This isn't really something they've done before, at least for a title track. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the brass section. Um, the just the all the brass stuff is great. Uh, obviously, vocals are amazing because it's G friend. Um, the, the interesting thing though is the choreos. Like 
pretty simple for G friend. Yeah. Like surprisingly it doesn't really simple. St- yeah. It's like the first time that that's really something you could say for them. Um, but it's, it's, it's not bad. It's just like, they're, we're so used to like really technical, like crazy stuff from them. And it's not that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the music video is nice. It's pretty simple. Uh, but I think their styles are amazing. Um, they all look great in the music video. Besides urine's bangs. Oh man, yeah, those no, bangs! Those, like, I, no, I, 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 I want to get no like, for me, dog. I, yeah, I want to talk to whoever like decided that to, her ba- to cut her bangs like that. Because I mean, everyone else's hair is nice. I mean, I was say not, Unha's like silver blue hair. I love it. I, I, I love it. I, I'm still not as high on like long hair Unha, but it's it looks nice. Red hair Yuji was incredible. I don't want her to ever re dye it another color, please. This I'm is always best a sucker, sucker for the dark oh. red hair, so oh, I won't so complain. As for this song, this might be my favorite song by G Friend since Fingertip. And the reason why is because obviously it it sort of incorporates a bit of what Fingertip had going for it with like the or it's got like the future funk like city pop like horn strong horn section going for it. So I'm a sucker for all of that. So I'm obviously going to like this song and oh my like, I'm surprised at how much I like this song, honestly, because going in, it just seemed kind of maybe like the the the, the title "Sunny Summer" just made it seem like it was going to be fairly generic. But yeah, yeah, this is incredible. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to do as well as maybe something like, uh, I don't know, G Friends at that point where everything they do will do well. Yeah. I don't know, the thing is though, like they're very. Uh, it seems like the G Friend like fans are very particular about they they want the they want like the they don't want fingers us too yeah <laughs> yeah but this is yeah. like still a cute style so yeah it's an interesting mix where it's just it's kind it it does incorporate the sort of like eighties sound that Fingertip has with a cutesy song but it still works for them um. Did you guys see any of the live stages for this? The fan yeah, yeah. chats are insane. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Is there really Oh my that? god. <laughs> oh, it's like just like the course like yeah. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to point out is well two things I wanted to point out besides like the how much I love this song. Yeah. Um uh, it won it's at 10 million views already, so I mean, in a week. Well, so. actually, yeah. So it's probably gonna do fine then. It's just I feel it's, like they're yeah, so like they're very they're very fickle when it comes to like the type of genre that they go into. So yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if they would be very receptive to this song. But my two points are: uh, there's a part where Shinbi is saying like a line where she says like the like the Hangul for Shinbi. I'm just like, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's on purpose. Well, I I don't know exactly what that means in Hangul, but yeah, just, I don't remember the translation. It's just really either. convenient. I did she, I did catch it. Um, but I don't remember what. Yeah, I yeah, was just like I had means. to double check like the like the the characters. I'm like I'm not hearing this. Like I'm not. This isn't just me, right? But and Jacob's number two, concentrating so hard not to type on his keyboard with his fancy <laughs> Korean his Hangul keys. Yeah, no, I I actually he's like I could look it up. Well, Shinbi means right was, now, but well, I'll get to why I, I I almost had to use it, but I figured out a way around it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I do a lot of like pasting, copy and pasting. Yeah, same. Uh, and the other thing is. Like when it comes to visuals, Soan's bias wrecking me so bad in this, just because she's. I think her her hair looks amazing in this, and also she's wearing an amazing uh, opening ceremony, like really like nice like cut off crop top with blue and like red sparkly. Basically, I just like anything opening ceremony. That's why uh, Bad Boy is one of my favorite music videos. Oh, joy. <laughs> Red Velvet, because yeah, like almost like Joy and Irene are just wearing opening ceremony outfits, so. Surprisingly, very cheap. It was like four. The top is only like forty dollars. Usually, they're like a hundred, two hundred dollars. But hey, G friend with that with that like affordable fashion though. 
So, uh, so the line is Shimbihan Gosoro, which means let's go to that place of mystery. So <laughs> Shinbihan must mean place of mystery. Well, Shin Shinbihan. It sounds like it's the adjective form of a verb that's shinbihara, which I don't know what that means though. So mm. I'd have to look it up. I know it. Shin- I don't know mystery. I know it. Shingi- Shingihan means Shingihan is like it interesting is or amazing. Interesting. But- yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I don't know. Whatever. That's the lyric. Jacob, I'll look it Jacob. up later. Um, anyway, so when I first listened to this song, I was like, "This sounds just like a song that everybody forgot about." It sounds very, very, very similar to I Swear by Sistar. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does. Maybe a bit. I could. I definitely get a... There are, maybe because of the well, brass. No, no, no. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the brass, like, opening is very, very similar. And, uh, like, <laughs> sort of, like, I don't know, like, the way it progresses and stuff is very similar as well. Which, that's not a knock on it, because that's a very good summer song. And, um... I don't know, I mm-hmm. think it's easy to, like, make something that's very similar to that, because with the brass yeah. and the big band and whatnot. Um, that being said, I, I think this is actually a really good, um, like, song for G-Friend to go into for the summer, because, like, they haven't really done an actual summer song before, like this. Yeah, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So, like, not uh, Novelera kind of was, but not really. It was still kind of just their normal style. It was just a G-Friend song, yeah, like, yeah. you know, in the summer. Style yeah, song. yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'd say it's a little more like summary of the Megusis too, maybe, but like, anyways, not, mm-hmm. not really yet. So, um, yeah, Sunny Summer, I thought turned out really well. So, um, yeah. And also I'll reiterate this, like, don't cut urine bangs like that ever again, please. Yeah, please. No, <laughs> please not look good. save her hair, please. Okay. Uh, uh moving on to vacation. Um, and I love the style of the song. It's basic. it's a, it's a surf, it's a, it's a Beach Boys song. Like, this mm. sounds like a Beach Boys song. Except it's, at least, least like, yeah. <laughs> the electric guitar is that oldies, like, surf style. Um, and then there's, like, the brass section. Um, and the, like, the vocals are just very poppy, um, and fit the style of the song well. Um, I, I really like this song. Uh, this was produced by Iggy and Youngbae, who are the usual. Who are usually the the producers or writers for their title tracks. So I'm surprised that they just get okay. relegated to just the album track this time around. But I'm kind of glad this wasn't uh, the single because I feel like twice fans would have gotten super mad. It's like, hey, wait a second, why is it? Why is everyone doing or why is G Friend doing a uh, like summery like beach type song a la like Dance the Night Away? Like I feel like they would that could have caused some drama if they released it right around the same time too. But I mean, yeah, I, I do like this song a lot. Uh chorus is very catchy. Instrumentals are great. Again, I'd say uh. this is a general <laughs> sort of consensus. Like I, the the first three songs fit very well thematically with the entire album. Yeah. Just specifically with the entire yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. That's why those that this and then like the next track ended up being some of my favorites. So, so I have, an, I have another. Oh, do you need to say something first? Well, I was just saying, you yeah, you said the first three fit this, and then I feel like the second, the last two are very much like G friend songs, songs mm. and those are my two favorites. Oh my god! <laughs> so I, <laughs> but right. I do love these three songs. 
Go ahead, Jake. All right, so I I, I really enjoyed this song, but again, <laughs> it sounds like another Sistar song. It sounds like Loving You to me. Like, the verses <laughs> sound really similar, except for the chorus. That's funny. So, I don't know. Uh, like, I'm, I'm not complaining, because we don't get Sistar music anymore, so, like... We're I'll not getting it. Sistar music ever, so yeah. it might as well put it to good use, I guess, like, the style. Even if it's from G-Friend, I'll take it. I mean... Yeah, I'll take those, it. Yeah, those are Better two, of, two of my favorite Sistar songs, so you can rip it off yep. all you want. <laughs> um, speaking of sounding like a different girl group, next is Sweetie, and this is straight up sounds like a lovely song just with G friend vocal style. <laughs> like I, it's electro pop. I think it's, it's got e- that lovelies. It sounds like a Luna song to me. I think it's an easy conversion to go from G friend to lovelies though, because they are oh like, definitely yeah like vocally it's just not, the, not musically vocally but vocally yeah 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 exactly. So this is just. Yeah, I think this is very much like off of. This could easily be a lovely song. With the, the only thing is the instrumentals. Lovelies doesn't dip into future bass as much as uh, this song is, nor as to my knowledge, drum and bass. Or that's the sort of that's the main elements I pick up from the song is like there's a, there's a really like heavy drum, drum and bass. G friend is something I never expected to like. The words have come out of my mouth, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it, Again, this is another excellent song for me. Um, I don't know. With how different it is, maybe it's another love book situation where it was in- originally intended for a different group and it just so happened yeah, to end maybe. up with G Friend. God, love, love I, Bug was so good. Yeah, Love Bug is so <laughs> good. I can't. It's hard it's to my imagine. Favorite song on that yeah, album. It's hard to imagine it going to another group now that we know that the, it would. I, yeah. I could see it being Twice Song. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, they, I think G Friend pulled it off exceptionally. Uh, mm-hmm. well, same thing with this song. Um, but, yeah. Obviously, I'm a sucker for anything with like feature bass, drum and bass, like hyper cute elements. What the Luna song specifically reminds me of is uh, like Girlfriend, especially like there's like a yeah. like there's like a chip tunes esque yeah. uh, like riff yeah. that they have in between verse one and two, so or a chorus mm-hmm. one and the chorus in verse two. So yeah, I just love that like the the composition of this is just so interesting and like there's a lot to like uh, sort of pay attention to with this. So I I, I like this song a lot definitely. Yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. I this is probably my favorite song on the album. Actually, I, I really enjoyed uh, like how this turned out, and I, I definitely see Andrew's comparison to uh, Luna as well as the Lovelies one. Like, I think it's a nice like mixture of those kind of styles, and I think it mm-hmm. actually fits G Friend pretty well. I hope they yeah. do something like this for their next single because I think it'd do pretty yes. well. Yes, because it feels like they've been they've been sort of experimenting with this type of sound maybe like in the, more in the b-sides sound. yeah in the yeah, in the b-sides stretching back to like when fingertip came out so it's just i feels like they're, they're kind of afraid to scare away the like again i i feel like the majority the of their listening base is yeah the, 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 like most of like the their fan base is they like they like the love whispers they like the they like the noveleras like they, they like everything that's sort of like they, they like the g-friend sound so i feel like them sort of mm. straying away from that and into this electronic sound might scare them away a bit too much but I feel, they, they, mm. I feel like they just need to make the jump because it, these are the, the, the fact of the matter is like 90% of people aren't going to hear these songs it's such a waste because they're so good yeah yeah um, I think they should definitely just like stick their neck out of it and try it once and yeah, see how it performs because um, I'm surprised how many people don't like fingertip I love fingertip Fingertips are best song. Don't at me. Like yeah, yeah I, I don't understand that. Anyways, like, because I was hoping, like, remember, like, if you guys recall back, I was like, ah, we were, or we were, all three of us were like, they're going to be like the new Kara. Because, like, that's the kind of, like, style it was like. But then they're like, nah, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> <sighs> 
So <laughs> now I want to yeah. see them do a cover of Mamma Mia just to be, be interested. <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. They already did Mister. So yeah. Yep. Uh, next, we get into the G Friend tracks of the album, which the I'm glad tracks. they still did because I still I love yeah. classic G Friend. I, I um I, next is. Oh, what I was going to say is, like, if, if I want them to still do this style of song, just I want them to, like, mix it up just on the title track. Album tracks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so next is Windy Windy. Um, the beginning is the most 2000s, early 2000s girl group song thing ever, because it has a hip-hop breakdown thing, yep. and I loved it so much. Um, but, yeah, once again, I thought the brass section is really good, even though it's it's definitely synth in this song. Um, I, I wasn't really sure in Sunny Summer. It's probably synth. Uh, but yeah, this no, one, it was probably. very clearly synth. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I still thought it was really good. Uh, in the bridge, they added some, like, beach sound effects, like seagulls and, like, waves and stuff. So that still added to the summer element, even though this is very much a classic G-Friend song. Um, and yeah, this and the next song are are my favorites on the album because oh I can't get enough. <laughs> I love classic G-Friend. Like, I enjoyed this, don't get me wrong, and the Yuju high note is just ridiculous. That's probably, like, the highest note I've ever heard her hit in any of their songs, but the mm-hmm. thing is, though, what really kind of, like, bothers me with this song is it's in the same key as uh, Love Whisper, so I'm just like, when I first heard this, I was like, wait a second, is this Love Whisper again? Like, I, I, de- I was so confused when I first heard this song, because it's the same key I love key Love Whisper. I, I mean, I'm, it's definitely starting... There's with produce for with produce. There's always a song that I hate at first that starts to grow on me because I hear it on produce over and over again. I feel like, like I love whisper. I'm definitely starting to come around, but yeah. I don't know. It just feels if it, this feels definitely a bit too similar. But I, again, mm. the Yuju high note on this is just incredible. So I don't give it like too bad of marks. Mm. I I really like this. I'm I'm glad they had a like classic G friend style song on here. And honestly, like if they had come out with this like three years ago, I think this would have been a great title track. Yeah, probably. Again, like like. Um, if I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't know if I'm crazy or whatever, but it feels like every song on this mini could have been a title track. Oh yeah, definitely. Speaking. This is a really, this is probably one of their strongest mini albums. Yeah, this is, this is their best mini. And I mean, it's probably not gonna. It's in terms of songs, it's probably not gonna like outdo like Mikosas Two or like any of their like super like their what they're yeah. known for. But I feel like just in terms of like everything, how it's composed, it's definitely the mm. strongest I've ever heard of heard from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's all I had to say on this song. So, yeah, we can move on. Yep. Uh, next is Love in the Air. Um, and this, this even more than Windy Day, is like through and through a G-Friend song. Windy, Windy, not Windy Day. The, <laughs> windy Day. The, oh, my God. Did I say Windy Day? Uh, not, windy, Windy. Not, not OMG. Um, but, so, like, I actually don't have much to say about this, but the string part is just so good. It's so good. And because of that, and it just being classic G friend, it's my favorite song. I like. I don't have much to say about it, but it's my favorite song. If that makes sense. Again, going back to what I said about how I feel like this could have, or every track on this could have had an MV or like or be a single. Or there's a really nice dance break part in this. I'm just like, damn, why is it? Why aren't you at least performing this on live stages? It feels like they the, the dance break went early. There's an instrumental break that goes to waste that would have had, had excellent choreography. Uh, the one thing I really love about this in particular is like, there's. I mean, 
I mean, this was kind of like a, a thing back in the day where just like girl group songs would have like a lot of like it's a cutesy song, but it have like really like eighties power ballad esque electric guitar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's really nice. And looking it up, I was like, oh, no surprise, Andreas Oberg worked on this, and that oh, man yeah. is lo- in love with his guitar. So, <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, I I enjoy this definitely uh, a bit more. Actually, no, I enjoy this a lot more than I did with with, with Windy Windy, just because yeah, I liked. It didn't sound too similar, and I, de- I definitely liked uh, the production composition of this. Yeah, so for me, again, like, uh, talking about, like, what kind of song I'd like them to do in their title tracks, either something like this song, Love in the Air, which is a little more in their wheelhouse, or just, you know, jump out the window with Sweetie and kind of, like, test the water. Yes. Um Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, something either between these two songs, I think. Like, this one is safer, but it's different enough yeah, that I think that shakes it up a lot, and it's very interesting. Um, this is also, like, uh, a really, really good song. I, I'm I'm t- torn based on, like, Windy Windy and Love in the Air. I'm sort of leaning towards this one, I think, though. So, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I is, enjoyed my, them both. Or, like, uh, it's, yeah, it'd definitely be Love in the Air, but, I mean, overall, I'd say... I. If you were if we were picking overall favorites, I think I'd still think it's Sunny Summer, mm. just because it's it's like the it's probably the most earworm I've ever or like earwormy song I've had from G Friend in a while. Mm. So, <laughs> oh for me it's like again mm. like the you uh, just part and no you just part in Love Whisper is like the earworm part for me. Okay. <laughs> mm. So yeah. Um, ratings. Yep. So going to ratings. Uh, for me, I give it a six out of six for music. I thought this album was fantastic. Uh, I give it a two out of three uh, for concept, mostly because of the choreo. Um, it's good choreo, but it's not up to G Friend's code, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then a bias point. So I gave it an eye out of ten. I think it was close to a ten. Um, Don't forget but, to dock a point for you, Yaren's uh, hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The well, that's like concept more score. than half of the concept point that got docked was yeah. You're in spanks. Like, don't cut them like that, please. Whoever your stylist <laughs> yeah. is, just yell at them if they try to do it. Bite them. They just have to like <laughs> the thing. It's really easy to. They just have to like do like messy bangs, and then that'll fix it a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, a nine out of ten for me. I thought it was really good. Yep. Like I had the longest deliberations with myself over what score I was going <laughs> to give this because I'm usually really hard on G Friend because as much as I liked their previous album, again it wasn't entirely perfect. And I think I gave it an eight, but with this I feel like because I, I was just like, mm, would Windy Windy keep it from getting a perfect like music score? I'm just like. Mm. The high note's still worth it. Six out of six for music, <laughs> which is I don't think I've ever said for a G Friend album before because I'm I'm again I'm usually very strict on them, but. Yeah, again, this might be my favorite like uh, mini from them, and I'm glad that they've just they've just been like just in general this year they've just been on fire when it comes to like the composition of their albums. Again, they're they're usually only like four or five tracks, but every song is memorable. G Friend has no filler whatsoever, so yeah, I I, hmm. I can't wait. To, I don't know if they can have another uh, comeback. Well, probably later in the year, but I I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next in terms of singles. And I'm I hope that they 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 do sort of start to go outside of their comfort zone that what what they've been showing us on these uh, B sides. So. More in that line. Uh, concept again, two out of th- it would have been th- if if this had like a, an amazing choreography, this would have been like a ten out of ten, honestly. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, again, uh, we just have really high expectation when it comes to G Friend choreography. So oh, yeah, know, this was incredible. It, w- it was really disappointing, like how sort of. Ba- I mean, it's very memorable. Like there's there's like there's like the parts where like the yadam yadam, like the, like they were just like fanning themselves, um, which is cute, but. 
uh, I don't know. I just I felt like if they yeah if they had a more like intricate choreography, this could have easily gotten a ten for me. And obviously, mm. I'm gonna give the them a bias point because I love G Friend now. You used to <laughs> not I, even I know did, who they were. You came to I didn't not know, know who, who they I were. didn't know who they were before. But yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I'm just I'm just super happy with how consistently good they've been this past year. So they're definitely they're definitely sneaking their way onto that like best girl group of the year, whatever list it is. They mm. definitely get to land their way on there. So nine out of ten. Yep. Uh, so for me, I gave six out of six for music as well. I loved every song in the album. Um, you know, obviously I drew comparisons to Sistar for the first few songs, but like I said, that's not a negative because we don't get Sistar type music anymore from anyone. Yeah. Like Red Imagine Velvet if we had got... Red Velvet had Red Summer, but that's definitely not even yeah. close to that style. You know. So yeah. But imagine if we got like a G friend, like like visually like Sistar, like I think that would blow people's mind. <laughs> I would melt. Sexy G friend, I don't, I don't know. The, 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 the fanboys might get angry, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Um G can do it yet. She's like twenty or twenty one. Yeah, yeah like she, she yeah. doesn't seem like it. She's, I think she's the same no, age as me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, is she really? Uh, she okay. might be a one year older. I think she's the same age though. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah, the, the music was great for this album. Uh, keep up the good work. Um, for concept, I only gave two out of three just because, again, I usually rate this more of the music video than the choreography. The music video wasn't like in, terribly insane for me, but I thought it was well done. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the point, again, Yarin, don't let them do this to you. Don't <laughs> let them do hair, this please. to you. I'm not even, I'm not criticizing you. I'm criticizing whoever made this decision. Because yeah, no, they like, don't it, because know what they're doing. Because everyone else's hair is like excellent. Like, like I'm looking at the cover album right now. Like Umji with the ponytail, amazing. Uh, like Unha's hair, Soan's hair, Yaren's hair, or is blah. See, yeah, Yuju's hair. Like it's just, it's just, ugh. I don't know. I, I and she's had fine hair like before. Dude, Yaren always looks super cute. Except like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. All right. I mean, but she still looks like, cute. Awesome yeah, too. she does. Just, yeah. But like, just fix the bangs. Yeah. Yeah. I, though then like again, even the ear couldn't, even the ear couldn't save it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, obviously bias point because uh, G Friend is one of my. We were talking about this earlier. G Friend's one of my hipster moments. Like I followed them since day one. So uh, yeah, because their debut sounded like Into the New World, kind of. So yep. <laughs> I was like, 100%. oh my god, what is this? I'm standing them. Uh, anyways, yep. uh, yeah, nine out of ten overall for me. So truly yep. daybok. Nine out of ten overall. So it is truly daybok. Is gets the shiny. I don't think I. I don't think I'd ever give a, a different album a truly Daybok. Honestly, <laughs> I never thought I'd, I'd reach this day, but here we are. Yep. Um. So from there. Okay. Topic four. Topic four. Uh, so this is a listener submitted topic from a while ago when Jacob and I were doing our fireside chat, uh, and we asked for topics. Uh, Rob, who's a longtime listener uh and he hangs out in the discord and on the facebook group uh suggested a bunch of different topics but the one we're going to do is how would you run your own entertainment company um so let's say we each won the lottery tomorrow and decided we want to get in on this what would we do oh yeah the the 491 million remember yeah yeah whatever exactly (laughs) and so i'll start we're timing, or just in general, we're, we're timing this very conveniently considering, like, you, were, I didn't get the chance to watch it, I'm playing it the video right now, but uh, the JYP 2.0. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, thing. yeah. Okay. That's so, yeah, a good, the, the timing, good call. perfect timing for this. 
So for me, uh, I'll start because it's it's a joke, and I'm just gonna go all in on the joke because <laughs> this is not really what I would do, but I'm going all in on the joke. I would make IY Entertainment. I would go to JYP, Pledis, um, Starship, uh, Fantagio, MBK. Who else am I forgetting? Uh, core contents me or no? That's MBK. Yeah. No, that's MBK. What's yeah. what's Sohei's? Uh, uh, Sohei is Sohei Entertainment. You know, solo <laughs> company that I don't remember the name of anymore. I think your dad. Basically, runs I it. would just go buy all of IOI and IOI branches contracts out and put them in under one under one roof. You gotta wait till Sony's good debuts though. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Cause, well, I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time to get this lottery all stuff sorted out <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and then go over there and buy a building and do all the, the law stuff to start a company. Um, <laughs> by that time, they'll be done. They'll, it'll be out and I can buy the whole groups. So, yeah. And then it would be perfect because, like, you could what you could do is you have the IOI come back once a year and then staggered throughout the re- the year you have all the branch group releases so you get IOI something you get something <laughs> IOI related every month for forever it's, there's always <laughs> someone promoting and it'd be perfect and then the building could be a giant ice cream cone uh, <laughs> exactly and, like the, juniors. A gi- and, it's the giant ice cream bong yeah, exactly. It's a it giant IOI light night. stick. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. They synchronize the entire building with like their concert. Um. So yeah, that's what I would do. That's that's not actually what I would do at all. But <laughs> if I wanted to be serious, but I felt like going all in on the joke because Jacob and I have talked about made this joke before. Hmm. Um, that I would just make IOI entertainment, hmm. and that's what I would do. So for me, I actually put some decent a decent amount of thought into this because I think that, I don't know who knows if it I is ever, a good it is a really good idea like for prompt, a topic, yeah. but I just felt like saying screw it and going in on all in yeah. on a meme. Yeah, I, I definitely like number one IOI fan, self self proclaimed. Yeah, I mean, not. I'm probably I mean, if this was ever to happen, I'm probably the one with most music experience out of all of us. So it, mine would be probably be the most realistic like thing to happen. But like, I wrote down a list of sort of things I would do. Uh, the th- like, number one would be actually release music on like YG. Number two would be don't un- overwork them like JYP. Number three would be don't starve them slash restrict their freedom too much like SM. Uh, well, I mean that's just like the the general points. Uh, another like uh, the main idea I wanted to sort of take would be from having watched Produce 48 and doing my research on the AKB 48 group. Uh, one thing I really like about them is. Uh, they have something called kenkyuse, which is like because you know in, in in Korea we have they have trainees, which is kind of a normal thing, but they don't really get much exposure until they make their debut. Whereas in the uh, forty eight group system, you have uh, the kenkyuse, and then they get they get drafted to like teams or whatever, and they they still get. Um, if you go to the AKB forty eight theater, uh, the the tickets that are discounted or there's there's cheaper tickets where if it's like can you say they're, they're training members so basically they still get to you could they still get to perform in front of like live crowds and they still get to do concerts and everything and that's part of their training so i feel like i feel like they should sort of bring that aspect into k-pop more because again like we're kind of seeing with uh i mean and to some degree they kind of do it where they have like label like um label showcases or like entertainment company showcases but they're kind of like small private events i feel like well- it, it'd kind yeah. of be a it, it'd be a good idea for them to just sort of get more of that uh, 
like stage experience and live experience as early as they can so that they're just not like deer in the headlights when it comes to just like performing their debut and i feel like that that's again we've, we've talked on on length about like how we, maybe skill wise uh, the akb members aren't necessarily as better better than uh, the Korean trainees, but again, when it comes to like stage performance and like having charisma and having a personality, they've got that nailed down. And I feel like that's the music part is probably very easy because a lot of the trainees in Korea are very like musically talented. It's just again developing that that like artist personality or that stage personality. I think that's what a lot of people need to work on. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's sort of like the biggest thing I want out of if I were to ever make my own uh, companies like sort of have like a training team like maybe have a training team that performs maybe like like live I don't know if any like music show would ever actually let them perform live or whatever but yeah just try to get them as much experience as early as possible um let's see I'd open an office in the US so that uh, basically they, they have a direct line to I don't know like MTV or just any other major major music outlet in the U.S. to help get their name out there. SMU um, yeah, MTV totally huh? plays all the music nowadays. <laughs> hey, they, I mean TRL's back. I mean they have live performances. Yeah, yeah, on we TRL. figured that out. Um, so, like I, I was just watching. So uh, like they have, <laughs> like they had uh, Joji and Dead Joji on for um, and because they 88 Rising released their Head in the Clouds album so yeah like they had them perform live on TRL um, so yeah I mean there's still opportunities to perform music live and also with talk shows but uh, another big thing would be promote festivals because I feel like festivals are kind of like a, the sneaky way to sort of build a fan base because mm. South like, by Southwest Coachella that yeah, kind of crap South by Southwest like, Austin City you know, Limits inviting. Governor's Ball I mean yeah, Coachella's too generic now, but I mean, yeah. people are too high at Coachella to understand the music, but maybe that'll help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like that's sort of a sticky way to sort of build a fan base because like a lot of the time when you're at a festival, you're usually only there for groups that you like know, and you just so happen to see other artists like when yeah. you're waiting in line or just trying to save your spot. So that might be a good way to like put like exposure out for my theoretical uh uh, music talent groups. Um, I'd hire SoundCloud producers like Tack, who already works with um, like uh, Bada and Twice and like all the other uh, people. Right. Microdito has worked with Neon Bunny, but I, I, other than that, I don't think he has much uh, else than that. So I'd like to see him do more K-pop or get more work with more K-pop artists. Two Tone Disco, who are kind of sort of my maybe my friends on the internet, but uh, yeah, they, they did a J-pop song recently. So yeah, and uh, with a lot of the hyper stuff like we were talking about with like Girlfront and uh, with uh, Sweetie, like before with, uh, with G-Friend, uh, like that's kind of like their style of music. So I feel like they could do it well and um, neat another SoundCloud producer. I feel like just like the whole like Undiscover or like there's a lot of like SoundCloud, SoundCloud producers that are that they could tap into so get more of maybe a a youthful sound or mm. sort of like appeal to that that would help appeal outside of uh the normal k-pop sphere and obviously again with with genres just utilize way more future funk and future bass because i need more of basically i would make an entire like label that just do 
like every song sounds like lady but you <laughs> I mean, not really but i feel like that's just an underutilized genre so i just like i try to do that i figure out a way to make that a group just call or maybe it, i just yeah. buy i just buy clc from uh cube since they're not going to do anything with them anyway and i just be like hey this is just do everything just do where are you like songs like where are you for the rest of eternity call and it I'll like, be happy. just call it like city entertainment or something city <laughs> entertainment yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it might be the, but the thing is though when they say it when they say it in Korean or Japanese, it'll sound like shitty, shitty. entertainment. Yeah, shitty entertainment. <laughs> shitty perfect. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Um, all right. So uh, for me, uh, I thought about it a little bit. Um, I think what I would do is first start out kind of like Wulim or High Ground, where you take in like more like indie, like indie artists, yeah. like underground rappers, and uh, um, you know rock bands and indie. Uh, you know that kind of stuff like black skirts yucko um epic high like that that sort of like music style is probably what i'd focus on originally because mm-hmm. like epic high actually started out at a label like that because woolim was originally for yeah they started off with woolim right well because woolim originally before they had infinite lovelies they were an indie hip-hop sort of uh <laughs> like label i'm <laughs> not kidding they're here. known for anything but that basically yeah, like when yeah. you think woolim you don't think like you don't think Epic High? Yeah, yeah. Because they had Epic High, they had Nell, and they had some other stuff, I think, oh, as well. Oh, wait. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. um, I think what I do is start out something like that and, uh, you know, sort of grow those artists a little bit and then, and basically in the background, start to uh, pick up like male and female trainees as well. Because what I would like to see is a like completely like self composed girl group that does, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like indie and hip hop sort of like. Uh, style of music because I feel like that would be really successful in Korea at least and if they can mm-hmm. you know get big that way I feel like they can also sort of pick up scene internationally internationally eventually as well um, so you basically yeah. you, can't, you want like you, want, you basically you want Epic, Epic High, High the girl no, group. He, no he, he wants he basically wants a mix of female he wants Epic High and Bobo Gunsai just mixed into one yes exactly self-produced exactly. sort of <laughs> but with like choreography and like you know, nice videos and everything. Like, cause I, so it's basically Bulbagon, Epic High and Stray Kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they don't need to like rap really hard. That can be for the boy group. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, like the, I, I, I would definitely want to, um, you know, sort of teach them how to be more like artists and stuff through their training and stuff. So they mm-hmm. can, you know, self compose their own music and have sort of a sense for what they like and dislike. And I'd like to like from day one, sort of let them have some input into the music so that it, it feels more personal. And I feel like fans connect to mm-hmm. it a lot better that way as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think BTS is definitely a really good example of this. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I think that's generally what I would do. Uh, you know, I'd I'd start out with like the indie and indie rock and like you know hip hop sort of stuff, and then gradually like uh, you know build the trainee talent and use my artists probably to help train them and stuff like that and sort of mm-hmm. build it up from the bottom. So yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I, I want to I'll give a little bit more serious answer too. <laughs> um, so I think. Like, a strategy I would have, at least, like, I, I won't go super in-depth or anything, just because I know we want to cut this episode short anyway, because Andrew has to edit, edit it right after we're done recording. <laughs> um, but I think my idea would be to have two groups um, where one is, is focused on Korea and one is focused abroad, mm-hmm. and 
have them do regular collaborations so that they can regularly have fans crossover. So kind of um, like an EXO situation, except not directly on China, just or everywhere. Like, or, no, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. It would be, be like, yeah, or yeah. We we would have like a a twice that's like re- like very much focused on getting huge in Korea, yeah, mm-hmm. and then like yeah, like a card or someone. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not necessarily has to be a co-ed group and a girl group or whatever, but like yeah, and then that would be that like is definitely focused on getting big outside of Korea, like having a world tour and that type of stuff. And then the other group, like regularly having lots of concerts in Korea and, but then have them do collabs a lot. So kind of like Um, a middle out version and a, yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. The, uh, what is it? Uh, have you ever seen Silicon Valley? Yeah. yeah, That's the name of the the middle out, like (laughs) algorithm or whatever. So dumb. The other thing I know from um, like, is this guy. Fox. I was like, no. <laughs> it's so funny though. It's so funny. It's such well, a genius you guys actually idea for a joke. It because yeah, you, you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna understand that show as much, but it's, no. it definitely looks. Funny. It's still funny though, even if you don't. Um, but no, yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, um, I think that would be my strategy if I was to run an actual company mm. that isn't based in a giant ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> But that's probably a good idea where you have a lot more collabs and crossovers because I think that's the hardest thing when it comes to K-pop, especially in Korea where your multi-fandom doesn't exist in Korea. You're dedic- you dedicate your life to just one group and then yeah. every other group yeah. is your enemy even within like the same company. But I the feel like company, that, yeah. Yeah, that would definitely help pe- open people towards like other groups and other styles of music. So yeah, that, that, that'd be a really good thing to see definitely where basically just kind of do like maybe like SM station except on like a group scale more often. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great idea. Okay. I think, I I think that's pretty much all I, I, I got everything out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sort of like, uh, you know, just thought about it throughout the week kind of thing. So I, uh, yeah, because I, I feel like that kind of entertainment company that I was talking about would be kind of interesting to see in K-pop, specifically mm-hmm. with the objective later down the road of having an idol group that sort of takes on that same mantra, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I feel like we definitely we don't have anything like that. Because, like, Bulbagon kind of is, but they're not really idols. Uh, like, they're more of a yeah. band. Well, they don't do choreography. I, I think Stray Kids is because they yeah, started yeah. out being a, a trio of self-produced underground yeah, hip-hop. Yeah, I, I think and he built a group around it. Yeah, I, I think I think your uh, sort of thing of like saying combining Bullfagansa, uh, Epic High, and Stray Kids is kind of like yeah. I think that's exactly what I'd like to do, but in a girl group. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that wraps it up. I think we're good. Yep, pretty much. Awkward, uh, awkward silence. Awkward, yeah. Awkward. Pregnant pause. Pregnant. What was it? Pregnant pause. Anyways, yeah. uh, thanks for listening this week. Um, hope you liked it. Uh, join on Discord if you want to uh, talk to us about anything we discuss in the show or anything otherwise. Uh, Facebook as well. And uh, yeah, please subscribe if you're new. We've got a lot of new people actually lately, so thanks for yeah, coming. Yeah, produce free. Produce Cast is bringing in a lot of new faces, so we'll mm-hmm. we'll figure out when that's coming out soon. Um, yeah, we need episode yeah, that's seven. Probably the only thing we, yeah, that's probably the only thing we have on the horizon for now. Uh, yep. uh, unless Nate 
decides to do another unboxing, or I don't know. Uh, Chunga's coming in, so I'll probably oh, unbox that's true. that. That's true. Cool. Like I said, I, I, I'm cutting my unboxings down to just IOI branches. Mm. Before um, before the before Luna debuts, I'm definitely going to do the uh, the all 12. 18, the unbox- 17 single 17, unboxing. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's going to be fun. I, I, do you have them all yet? Yeah. No, I, I need like six more albums, but all of all okay. the ones I have right now are still in the shrink wrap. So. Oh, really? You haven't even opened yeah, them? Yeah, I haven't touched them at all, so we'll, we'll see. I got that. my giant pile of 17 books over there. <laughs> so that should be fun. Um, anything else on the... Her- oh, I have VAV on my birthday. I think I mentioned that prior. Um, after that would be Hyoko, which... I believe Jacob, you're coming down. Yeah, Jacob's coming down for yeah in September. Uh, in September, uh, yeah. That, that, D6 is like November. Yeah, that's well, that's that's probably tickets the, aren't on sale yet, but I think they go on sale in like August. I'm yeah, so I'm still not sure whether there. I want to go to Day Six or not, just because funds wise, probably not. Yeah, but I'm saving. I'm probably I'll, I'll keep it up. I'm in the you missed them the first time. I know. I want to see them really bad, but like I really need to save money. We'll see. We'll see I how much they are. Yeah. It's good, but uh, we'll see how much they are. Yeah, maybe I'll forward you. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get there. <laughs> Anyways, thank you and goodbye. Thanks for listening. Come back next week. Oh, no. We'll see you then. Stay hey, creamy. Stay creamy. Throbbingly no, windy. Windy. Throbbing, throbbingly windily creamy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> windily isn't a word. <laughs> it is now.